הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדורנו ולכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש משבר עצמה. ובבחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו רם נחל נובע מכוכמה רבנו נחמן מצגי בן שמחה נא נח נחמן נחמן יאומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. ברוך השם. Today we do תורה מ"ט תבדיקותם מוהרן תניאנה. We're going to do תורה נון תורה נון א' תורה נון ב' אורסו. סטורים לתורה מ"ט. לפי גדולות השם יתברך Considering the greatness of God, and the magnitude of His exaltedness, So with the slightest motion or glance that is not proper for the honor of Hashem, It would be fitting to befall a person whatever is meant to, to fall on him. God forbid, God forbid. Meaning, Hashem Yitbarach is so great that even the smallest movement that we should do against His honor, God forbid, Rabban was saying, it's fitting to come upon us all the punishments. Hashem Yachem. Ach Hashem Yitbarach manei rachamim. Rabban says, Hashem Yitbarach is filled with compassion and mercy. Ve'chol ha'olam manei rachmanut and the entire world is filled with mercy. Ve'u rotze me'od ba'olam and He wants the world very, very much, Rabban says. Therefore, a person must encourage himself very much in serving Hashem with whatever he's able to. Even if he is the way he is. And to rely on God's literally infinite and great compassion that has no end. Because it's certain that Hashem will never leave this person. Even if this person has went through what he's went through. Ha'avar the past is nothing. Look what Rabbanu says. Ha'avar the past is nothing. The main idea, From now on and the future, I will not do the same thing again. To return and not to repeat what you did upon Al-Kolpanim uh, in any single given circumstance. Always move forward. Never look at the past and don't repeat what you did in the past. That wasn't good. Whether it's in thought or whether it's in action. Because also the thoughts of these people are also in action, Rabbeinu says. Because also in the world of Asiya, in this, the, lower, the lowest world of all the worlds that are mentioned in the Sifre Kabbalah, um, is also thought. Thought also exists in this world. Therefore, a person must return and not to repeat what he did, either in thought or action. Because thought is also plays a, plays a role in this world. And as for what happens to him on its own, do not be concerned upon this at all. Look what Abed was saying. The second you decide to move past, whatever happens to you, do not be worried as long as you're making the decision that now on I'm going to do the best that I can. That I won't return to what I did was wrong. And now I know it's wrong, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to push. Now I'm doing Teshuvah, I'm returning to Hashem. Rabbeinu is saying, do not pay attention to what's going to happen to you, that it's maybe a punishment for this or that. Rabbeinu is saying, do not pay attention to that. It has nothing to do with you. The, the essence of complete Teshuvah is what? When a person passes through those places, Literally, before he did the tshuva. Meaning, the places which he fell into before he did teshuva. 
The true tshuva is that when you're doing teshuva and you're trying to come close to Hashem, to pass through those places that you were once through when you fell. To each and every person according to what he passed through in the previous days of his life. And when he passes through those places and those ideas, those subjects that he was once in, literally, and now he turns his face away from them. Let's say, for example, a person was doing a certain sin. And now he, he's doing Teshuvah and he goes, to, he's put in the same scenario, the same situation. And he decides to put his, to pull away his hand and not to fall into the sin that he was once doing. And he subdues his inclination not to do what he once did. says, this is the complete, the essence of complete Teshuvah. And it's only this which is called Teshuvah. And this is a very great level. When a person still has a Yetzirah, because says, the tzaddikim, their Yetzirah is completely different. But Rabbeinu is saying, a person who still has a Yetzirah, he's still able to serve Hashem with that evil inclination specifically. Meaning to take all that fire and that heat for sin and to actually bring it from Impurity into holiness. To use your Yetzirah and to fuel you into Kedushah. Meaning to pray with fire and heat, but with holiness, with a fiery heart for Hashem. And if a person doesn't have an evil inclination, his service isn't complete at all. The main idea is what? To stop and to restrain the passion and the heat at the time of when a person is overcome by desire. And to turn and to transform that, that heat and passion for desire and to bring it into prayer and into service of Hashem. It's over there in those holy places that you should place that fire and that passion into the service of Hashem. And even one who is not an upright person, sometimes, a person comes across this time and this moment when he feels this prayer in com- with tremendous passion. And this also comes from the heat of his evil inclination that he has. It's just that he does not receive reward for this. But one who wants to really behave with, in an upright manner, in a holy manner, who it's an extremely high level and it's an awesome advantage when he still has his Yetzirah. Meaning a person who really desires to attain holiness, to turn away his eyes from the past that he was once in, in impurity. And to transform that fire for impurity and to bring it into Kedushah, that is an awesome level, Rabbi Nusay. Torah Nun. Rabbeinu is teaching us something very, very important. Because thoughts are so, so powerful. Thought, the mind is the highest faculty in a person. You can imagine that the higher you go up in the body, the greater the power, the greater the koach of that body part. The mind is the highest part. So you can imagine how strong the mind is and how big the mind is and literally in everything we do. The mind can make you or break you. Rabban was saying a person's thoughts it's in a person's capability to, to, to take those thoughts and to direct them in the way which he wants to direct them. The Chavu Abba is brought down in Lesson 72.
in Likutei Moran, the first volume. Look in Chaim Moran also, number 44 over there. Rabbanu is saying, you have the thoughts, you have the capability to, to direct your thoughts in the way that you want to. Don't think that your thoughts you have no control over. Rabbanu is saying, you have complete control. Because it's impossible to have two thoughts at the same time. Look, Rabbi was saying, it's impossible to have two thoughts at the same time. This is an awesome piece of advice, so really pay attention. And even sometimes, if your thought flies off and wanders into other foreign bad things, it's in a person's hand, meaning a person has the strength, he has the capability. To take those whenever your mind is wandering off and to return it back and to direct it against its force back to its right path. To think about that which is good to think about. This is literally like a horse that turns away from the path which the owner wants the horse to go on and it goes on to the other path. That we grab hold of the horse with, with reins, with, uh, with rope. And we strike the horse basically to, to, to force it to the right path. Just like this. It is true with regard to thought. Aben was saying the same analogy with the horse occurs in a person's mind. You need to grab and to literally kidnap your thoughts against its force to return it back to the proper path. Aben was saying it's a real, it's a real war. But you have to go and take your thoughts and bring it back to the proper path. Torah Nun Aleph. The evil inclination knocks and strikes within a person all the time and arouses him to, for what it wants him to, arouse, to be aroused to, for impurity, whatever. Even though the, a man might not pay attention to the Yitzhara and, and might not give it attention and to listen to it. Nonetheless, the evil inclination might knock in your heart, <laughs> might knock in you once, twice, three times, four times, and more. But if a person is strong in his mind and he's stubborn against the Yetzirah, then he does not pay attention to him at all. Then the evil inclination will leave him and completely vanish. The same is true within prayer. With regard to the thoughts that come to confuse a person when he's praying. It's literally what we just mentioned, as we just mentioned above. That a person's thoughts come many, many times. One time after the next. To confuse a person. It's knocking in you. It's telling you, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. While you're trying to have concentration in your prayer. You need to be strong, not to pay attention to it at all, regardless of whatever it's telling you. And then the Yitzhah will leave. And look in another place with regard to what we just mentioned. Um, look in, at the end of Lesson 72 of the Kutu Moran, um, in Lesson 30. Um, <clears throat> Also in Sichot Aran, I believe. Um, numbers 12, 26, and 129. Um, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> and the last Torah for today, Torah Nun Bet. Ma shekashe kushot ala tzadikim. Zeo mochach liyot. Rabbanu saying, It is necessary that tzadikim are the subject of difficult questions. 
why people have so many questions upon the tzaddikim. It's necessary. Because the tzaddikim, they emulate their creator, they emulate God, as is known. Look in Tikkun HaZohar to mention this idea. And just like questions are raised upon God, everyone has questions about God. Questions they think are questions, but they aren't questions at all. But even though they still raise questions upon Him. Therefore, it's necessary that there must be questions that are raised against the tzaddik, because the tzaddik emulates God. With regard to the questions that people raise upon God, the Rebbe often said, Rabbi Nachman often said, Adraba, on the contrary, it is fitting for God to have questions on him. Why? Rabbi was saying, it is fitting specifically that people should have questions on God. Rabbi was saying, this is beautiful and pleasant for Hashem because He's so exalted and great. What did this mean? Because of the fact that God is so exalted and great and awesome, that He's so exalted from our mind, we can't even grasp Him. It's impossible for us to understand, to even perceive with our intelligence the ways of God. Therefore, it's, it's obligated that there must be questions on God. Because <clears throat> this is specifically what is beautiful about Hashem that he's so exalted that we can't understand him. So people raise questions on him because this is just proving how amazing Hashem is that the only that everyone has questions on God because what? He's so exalted above our mind, we can't understand it. This is just proving the fact that God is exalted and he's above our intelligence. And this is why the questions are raised against God. But if God <clears throat> if God's ways were as our mind prescribed, meaning we're according to within the grasp of our intelligence, if that was so, his mind would resemble ours and God wouldn't be so great. God forbid to say such a thing. So it's, of course it's fitting that people have questions against God because Hashem is so big we can't understand Him. So we raise questions. And this is coming to teach us also about the greatness of the tzaddikim and specifically the truth, specifically the true tzaddik who emulates Hashem. His creator. So, um, we applied the advice we studied here to truly understand that we have no conception of God at all, whatsoever. Even of the tzaddik who emulates Hashem, we, we, we can't understand His ways. And to apply the advice we talked about here um, in simplicity, with wholesomeness,